Welcome back to Haley in Motion. This blog, I'm sharing four truths that I'm still falling for this season. Like football or some of us basic folks, pumpkin everything, the smell of cinnamon. The nostalgia that comes from the fall season uh, just reminds me about a lot of things that I've gone through, a lot of hard times, a lot of incredible memories that I have. And it also reminds me of lessons that I've learned that I always forget. You know, we are so strong and we get reminded of these lessons, these truths, and then the hard times come and sometimes we forget them. So it never hurts to be reminded, like how we're reminded how cozy a fall day is with college football on and the smell of cinnamon, apple, or whatever floats your boat this fall season. So as we approach fall and kick off the football season, here are four truths to encourage you, inspire you, and remind you. Truth one, surrender is the safest place on earth. Why do we always cause ourselves so much anxiety by trying to do what we want to do when we want and think our plan is best? How many times have something not gone the way we thought we wanted it to go and we look back and we're grateful. Surrendering our plan to the Lord's is where we find rest. It's the place people wish they were at when they see you go through a trial and wonder how you're still smiling. It's the place you can take a deep breath in the middle of suffocating. It's the joy you find in the middle of a report from the doctor or when you are facing heartache, death, adultery, and the likes. It's the peace that you cannot deny. Peace is power. Walking in power is safe, right? Surrender is the safest place on earth. Speaking of safe, this brings me to my second truth. Protection sometimes feels like rejection. I mean, how many people did you think you were going to marry starting in elementary school that looking back, you're glad it didn't work out? (laughs) Oh my Lord, I keep thinking about you know, ever since first grade, Ryan Russell and Brandon Pangle. I thought I was gonna marry both of them. I'm kind of glad that never worked out. How many bullets did you dodge from the plan you had actually not working out the way you thought? The first place we feel rejection is relationship, either with a potential lover, a group of friends, or even if a parent had maybe abandoned you. Maybe it's your job or your career. Maybe it's the high school sport that you tried out for and didn't make the team or that door that you only dreamed would open that got slammed in your face. Maybe you tried out for American Idol or America's Got Talent and didn't get the golden ticket. P.S. I definitely tried out for American Idol and I'll tell you about that later. At the moment of rejection, we forget that more than likely God's protecting us from something or setting us up for something, right? At that moment, we'd actually like to not be protected. We don't care what is behind door number one, we want to go through it, and we're willing to accept all of the consequences. But when you are a person of faith that understands there's a bigger picture than what our minds can fathom, then when what looks like rejection comes, there's peace. The closed doors are usually God positioning you to be protected in ways that you cannot see, and in a position to reach the doors you have no idea are about to open up for you. Truth number three, 
Anxiety is just an acceptable word for fear. Anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. It's literally a word none of us can escape. It's all over social media. All the influencers are trying to influence it. All the doctors are trying to help you cope with it. And everyone seems to be dealing with it. Every athlete, every business person, every mom, every daughter, every son. Do yoga, send good vibes. But this Saturday, I heard a football coach say right before their game, guys, the things out there on the field that you're calling anxiety is really just fear and it stays here in this locker room. Don't bring it out on the field. We don't play with fear. And I sat there thinking, oh my gosh, anxiety is freaking fear. And that actually makes me hate anxiety more and not only hate it, but really just get turned off by it. I don't wanna live in fear. In fact, I refuse. So I'm gonna stop calling it anxiety because now I know where it comes from. It's basically like calling an addiction a hobby or something. No, it's an addiction. What am I so afraid of anyway? (laughs) I've already faced my deepest, darkest fears in life. The worst nightmares for me have already come true. My deepest, darkest fear at one point in life was being married and my husband cheating on me. Well, that happened. The second biggest fear was that after my divorce, the guy that I thought I was gonna marry, who at the time was the best thing that ever happened to me, would leave me one day. And by the grace of God, the biggest second fear happened. It happened and ended up being a blessing in disguise, but facing that fear almost took me out. The third biggest fear was after signing the biggest production deal of my life for my own show. These people were the producers of Real Housewives, Undercover Boss, Cupcake Wars, Southern Charm, that the deal would somehow fall apart. And guess what? That happened too. What do I have to fear, no more anxiety. Truth number four, Pharaoh is like a telemarketer. Who is Pharaoh? It's the thing in your life keeping you from being fully free. Peace is power, remember? The story of Moses. It's the thing in your life trying to keep you in slavery and bondage. I tell the kids in jail all the time, you can be out on the streets, but locked up in your mind, but you can be in jail and completely free in your mind. It's wild how many people I know that have a lot of things that the world think they want and look like they have it all together. And a lot of people who proclaim to have a lot of faith, but they're absolutely in bondage. They are in slavery to their past, to addiction, to a toxic relationship, to negative thinking, to a life of misery. Pharaoh is the thing in your life that keeps you in that place of slavery. We're all trying to get away from them. And once we're free, we're free. But Pharaoh never stops. He's always trying to get us to a place in our life where we are locked in. So Pharaoh is like a telemarketer. He doesn't stop calling. And once you pick up the phone, you're done. So bottom line is, don't go back to your past. You're free and never have to be enslaved again. Nahum, it's a book in the Bible. Yeah, I know, you probably have never heard of it before. Nahum 1.9 says, Whatever they plot against the Lord, he will bring to an end. Trouble will not come a second time. Once you're free, you are free. Don't pick up the phone. It's Pharaoh. Fall is a time to slow down and smell the pumpkin spice or the grass on the football field. As it brings up all the nostalgia from the past, remember the lessons you've learned already and remind yourself that you are more wise than you think. You are strong and courageous and can face and do hard things. Hope these have been a reminder as well. Happy football kickoff week. Haley.